Eon by Alison Goodman From the Primer Scrolls of Jean Sue No one knows how the first dragon eyes made their dangerous bargain with the twelve energy dragons of good fortune. The few scrolls and poems that have survived the centuries start the story well after the deal was struck between man and spirit beast to protect our land. It is rumored, however, that a black folio still exists of the violent beginning and predicts a catastrophic end to the ancient alliance. The dragons are elemental beings, able to manipulate Hua, the natural energy that exists in all things. Each dragon is aligned with one of the heavenly animals in the 12-year cycle of power that has run in the same sequence since the beginning of time. Rat, ox, tiger, rabbit, dragon, snake, horse, goat, monkey, rooster, dog, and pig. Each dragon is also the guardian of one of the 12 celestial directions and a keeper of one of the great virtues. Every New Year's Day, the cycle turns, the next animal year begins, and its dragon becomes ascendant, his power doubling for that 12 months. The ascending dragon also unites with a new apprentice to be trained in the dragon magic, and as this boy steps up to his new life, the prior apprentice is promoted to dragon eye and into his full power. He replaces his master, the old dragon eye, who retires exhausted and fatally debilitated by his 24-year reunion with the dragon. It is a brutal bargain that gives a dragon eye enormous power, enough to move monsoons, redirect rivers, and stop earthshakes. In return for such control over nature, the dragon eye slowly gives up his hua to his dragon. Only those boys who can see an energy dragon can hope to be a Dragon Eye candidate. It's a rare gift to be able to see a dragon of your birth year, and even rarer to be able to see any of the other 12 energy dragons. Every year, 12 boys, born 12 years before, face the ascending dragon and pray that their gift is enough for the beast. One of them is chosen, and in that moment of union, and only for that moment, all men can see the dragon in all his glory. Women have no place in the world of dragon magic, it is said that they bring corruption to the art and do not have the physical strength or depth of character needed to commune with an energy dragon. It is also thought that the female eye, too practiced in gazing at itself, cannot see the truth of the energy world. Chapter 1 I let the tips of both my swords dig into the sandy arena floor. It was the wrong move, but the dragon pain in my gut was swelling into a so well, pulling me into a crouch. I watched the sword master Rand's bare feet shuffle forward, rebalancing his weight for a sweep cut. Training with him always make, made my innards cramp with fear, but this was different. This was the bleeding pain. Had I miscounted the moon days? What are you doing, boy? He said. I looked up. Ran was poised, both his swords ready for the elegant crosscut that would have taken my head. His hands tightened around the hilts. I knew he wanted to follow through and rid the school of the cripple, but he didn't dare. Are you spent already? He demanded. That third form was even worse than usual. I shook my head, gritting my teeth against another clamping pain. It it's nothing, Swordmaster. I carefully straightened, keeping my swords down. Rayan relaxed his stance and stepped back. You're not ready for the ceremony tomorrow, he said. You'll never be ready. You can't even finish the approach sequence. He turned in a circle, 
glaring at the other candidates kneeling around the edge of the practice sand. This sequence must be flawless if you are to approach the mirrors. Do you understand? Yes, Swordmaster, eleven voices yelled. Please, if you allow, I'll try again, I said, another cramp twisting through my body, but I didn't move. No, Eon, Ja. Get back in the circle. I saw a rifle of unease run to the other eleven candidates. Ryan had added Ja to the to the old war against evil to my name. I bowed and crossed my swords in salute, imagining the feel of driving both blades through his chest. Behind Rayan, a huge opaque form of the drag drag tiger dragon uncoiled and stared at me. He always seemed aroused with my anger. I concentrated on the rabbit dragon, bringing him into shimmering outline, hoping the Keeper of Peace would calm my, calm my rage. In the candidate circle, Dylan shifted and looked around the arena. Had he sensed the, the dragons? He was more aware than the others, but even he couldn't see an energy dragon without meditating for hours. I was the only candidate who could see all the dragons at will, not counting the mirror dragon, of course, who had been lost long ago. It took all my focus to see the spirit beasts and left me wary, but it was the only thing that had made the last two years of training bearable. It was also the only reason why a cripple like me was allowed to stand as a candidate. Full dragon sight was rare, although, as Swordmaster Rayan liked to remind me, no guarantee of success. Get back in the circle, now, Rayan yelled. I tensed and stepped back, too fast. The sand shifted under my bad leg, wrenching it into the into wrenching it to the right. I hit the ground hard. One heartbeat of my numbed shock, then came pain. Shoulder, hip, knee, my hip. Had I done any more harm to my hip? I reached across my body, digging my fingers through skin and muscle to feel the malformed hip boned. No, there was no pain. It was a hole. It was whole, and the other aches were already fading. Dylan shuffled forward on his knees, spraying sand into the air, his eyes wide with concern. Little fool, he would only make things worse. Eon, are you? Don't break formation, Rayan snapped. He kicked at me. Get up, Eon Ja. You're an insult to the Dragon Eye profession. Get up. I struggled to my hands and knees, ready to roll if he kicked again. There was no blow. I grabbed my swords and pushed myself upright, another cramp catching me as I straightened. It wouldn't be long now. I had to get back to my master before the blood showed. Ever since my body had first betrayed us six, month, six months ago, my master kept a supply of soft cloths and sea sponges locked away in his library, away from prying eyes. The half-hour bell had just rung. If Ryan gave me leave, I could get back to the house and back again by the full hour. Swordmaster, may I withdraw from practice until the next bell? I asked. My head was respectfully bowed, but I kept my eyes on Rayan's blunt, stubborn features. He was probably born in an ox here, or maybe he was a goat. Rayan shrugged. Return your swords to, to armory, Ianja, and don't bother coming back. Another few hours of practice won't improve your chances tomorrow. He turned his back, calling his favorite, Barrette, to take my place on the sand. I was dismissed. Dylan looked over at me, his face worried. We were the weakest candidates. He was of age, 12, like all the boys in the circle, but as, a sm but as small as an eight-year-old, and I was lame. In the past, we couldn't even have been considered as Dragon Eye candidates. Neither of us was expected to be chosen by the rat dragon in the ceremony tomorrow. 
All the gambling rings had Dylan at a three and a thousand. Three and one chance. I was at a thousand to one. The odds might be against us, but even the council did not know how a dragon made its choice. I pretended to yawn at Rayan's back, waiting for Dylan to smile. His mouth twitched up, but the lines of tension did not ease. Another cramp dragged at my innards. I held my breath through it, then turned and walked carefully toward the small armory building, my bad legs scattering the fine sand. Dylan was right to be worried. Candidates no longer fought for the honor of approaching the mirrors, but we still had to prove our strength and stamina in the, ceremon- in the ceremonial sword sequences. At least Dylan would complete the approach sequence, even if it was poorly done. I had never once managed the intricate moves of the Mirror Dragon Third. It was said it took a lot of physical and mental toughness to bargain with the energy dragons and manipulate the Earth forces. It was, it, it was even whispered among the candidates that a dragon eye so slowly gave up his own life force to a dragon in return for the ability to work the energies, and that the, pac- the pact aged him beyond his years. My master had been the dra- tiger dragon eye during the last cycle, and by my reckoning, would only be a few years over 40, yet he had the looks and bearing of an old man. Perhaps it was, a tr- it was true. A dragon eye did give up his own life force. Or perhaps my master had aged under the strain of poverty and ill luck. He was risking everything for the chance of my success. I look over my shoulder. Ran was watching Barrett go through the first form, with all the strong, able-bodied boys vying to serve him. Would the rat dragon really choose me? He was the keeper of ambition, so he would not be influenced by physical prowess. I turned to the north-northwest and narrowed my mind till I saw the rat dragon shimmer on the sand like a heat mirage. As though he was aware of my focus, the dragon arched his neck and and shook out his thick mane. If he did choose me, then I would hold status for 24 years, working as apprentice to the existing dragon eye. Then, when he retired, working the energies myself, I would earn a mountain of riches, even with the 20% teeth to my master. Tithe. No one would dare spit at me or make the ward evil sign or turn their face away in disgust. If he did not choose me, I would be lucky if my master kept me surfing in his house. I would be like Chart, the slops boy, whose body was permanently twisted into a grim parody of itself. Fourteen years ago, Chart was born to Rilla, one of the unmarried maids, and although my master was sickened by the infant's deformity, he allowed it to live within his household. Chart had never been beyond the confines of the servants' quarters, and he lived on a mat near the cooking stoves. If I failed tomorrow, I could only hope my master would show me similar mercy. Before he found me four years ago, I had labored on a salt farm. I would rather share Chart's mat by the stoves than be returned to such misery. I stopped walking and uh, I stopped walking and reached out further with my mind toward the rat dragon, trying to touch the energy of the great beast. I felt his power spark through me. Talk to me, I beg. Talk to me. Choose me tomorrow. Please choose me tomorrow. There was no response. A dull pain in my temple sharpened into white agony. The comfort to hold him in my sight was too great. The effort to hold him in my sight was too great. The dragon slid beyond my mind's eye, dragging my energy with it. I dug a sword into the sand to stop myself from falling and gasped for air. Fool. Would I never learn? A dragon only communicated with his dragon eye and apprentice. I sucked in a deep breath, 
and pulled the sword out of the ground. Why, then, could I see all eleven dragons? As far back as I could remember, I had been able to shift my mind into the energy world and see their huge translucent forms. Why was I given such a gift in such an ill-favored body? It was a relief to step off the sand into the paving armory courtyard. The sharp cramps in my gut had finally settled into a dragging ache. Hyann, the old master armsman, was sitting in a box outside the armory door, polishing the furnace black off, black polishing the furnace black off of a da small dagger. You'd been thrown out again? He asked as I passed him. I stopped. Hyann had never spoken to me again before. Yes, armsmaster, I said, tucking my chin into a bow to what to wait out his scorn. He held the dagger up in front of him and inspected the blade. Seems to me you were doing all right. I looked up and met his eyes. The whites yellowed against his forge reddened skin. With that leg, you're no, never going to get the mirror dragon third sequence right, he said. Try a reverse horse dragon second. There is a precedent for it. Ryan should have told you. I kept, I kept my face expressionless, but couldn't help the skip of hope that caught in my throat. Was it true? But why was he telling me this? Maybe it was just a joke on the cripple. He stood up, holding the door, door jam to help him straighten. I don't blame your mistrust, boy. But you ask your master. He's one of the best history keepers around. He'll tell you I'm right. Yes, arms master. Thank you. A loud yell made us both turn toward the candidates in the sand. Barrett was on his knees in front of Rayanne. Swordmaster Luan was considered one of the best approach ceremony instructors. It's a pity he retired, Ian said flatly. You've got, pra you've got practice swords at home? I nodded. Then practice the reverse second tonight, before your cleansing ritual starts. He walked swiftly down the two steps, then looked back at me. And tell your master that old Ian sends his regards. I watched him slowly... I watched him walk slowly to the gateway that led down the forge, the distant clang of hammer and anvil drumming his progress. If he was right and I could replace the mirror dragon third with a reverse horse dragon second, then I could have no difficulty finishing the approach sequence. I stepped into the cool, dim armory and waited for my eyes to adjust. I was not as convinced as the arms master that the council would allow a change to the ceremony, particularly to the mirror dragon sequence. The dragon dragon was, after all, the symbol of the emperor, and the legend said that the imperial family was descended from the dragons and still had dragon, dragon blood in its veins. Then again, the mirror dragon had been gone for over 500 years. No one really knew why or how he had disappeared. One story said that long ago, that a long ago emperor offended the dragon, and another told of a terrible battle between spirit beasts that destroyed the mirror dragon. My master said that all the stories were just hearthside imaginings, and that the truth, along with all, all, all the records, had been lost to time, and the fire that took the, the Mirror Dragon Hall. And he would know, as the arms master had said, my master was a great history keeper. If there was an old variation to an approach sequence, then he would find it. But first I had to tell him, a day before the ceremony, that I could not complete the Mirror Dragon form. I shivered remembering the welts and bruises of his past displeasure. I knew it was desperation that provoked his hand. In the last ten years, my master had trained six candidates and all of them had failed. But I did not look forward to his anger. I gripped the hilts of my swords more tightly. 
I had to know if a reverse horse dragon second was allowed. It was my best chance. My master was not a fool. He would not beat me too hard before the ceremony. Too much wrote upon it. And if his if history scrolls agreed with Hien, I'd have at least four hours before the cleansing ritual to practice the new form and its bridges. It was not long, but it would be enough. I raised the swords in the overhead cut that started the second reverse the reverse second and sliced the left sword down shallowly, conscious of the limit the limited space. Oi, don't fling those around in here, the duty armsman snapped. I pulled up, lowering the points of the swords. My my apologies, armsman. I said quickly. It was the skinny, sh- sallow one that looked like who liked giving lectures. I held out the two hilts to him, angling the blades down. I saw his hand clenched briefly into the ward evil sign before he took them. Any damage? He asked, holding one flat to check the steel. No, no, armsman. These are expensive tools, you know, not playthings. You have to treat them with respect, not hack away with them indoors. Every, if everyone. Thank you, armsman, I said, backing toward the door before he could go into a full tirade. He was still talking as I cleared the steps. The easiest way to the school was back across the arena and through the main gate, but I didn't want to walk over the sand again or draw the attention of Ran. Instead, I took the steep path down to the school's southern gate. My left hip ached from the strain of the practice session, and the cramping in my gut made me breathless. By the time I reached the south gate and was passed through by the board board guard, I was sweating from the effort of not crying out. A dozen or so house shops lined the road behind the school, forming the outer edge of the food market. The smell of roasted fat pork and crispy skinned duck oiled the air. I leaned against the wall of the school, letting the stones pull my back, and watched a girl in a blue gown of the kitchen maid weave through the night tight knots of gossiping marketeers, marketers and pause at the hatch of a pork seller. She was about 16, my true age, and her dark hair was scra- uh, scrapped back into a loop braid of unmarried girl. I touched the end of my short queue of black hair, the candidate length. If I was chosen tomorrow, I would begin to grow it grow it to my waist until I could bind it into the double-looped queue of the dragon eye. The girl, keeping her eyes down, pointed at a cured haunch on display. The young apprentice wrapped the meat in a cloth and placed it on the bench. The girl waited until he'd stepped back before laying the coin beside it and picking up a package. No conversation, no eye contact, no touching. It was all very proper, yet I sensed something between them. Although part of me knew it was not honorable, I narrowed my eyes and focused on them as I did with the dragons. At first there was nothing. Then I felt a strange shift in my mind's eye, as though I was stepping closer, and the surge of orange energy fled between the girl and the boy. Swirling around their bodies like a small monsoon, something soured in my gut and and spurred it. I dropped my gaze to the ground feeling like an intruder and blinked away my mind sight. When I looked back, the girl was already turning to leave. There was no sign of the energy around them, no sign of the pulsing brightness that had left the searing after image in my mind. Why could I suddenly see intimate human energy? Neither my master nor any of my instructors had ever spoken of it. Emotion was not the province of the dragon magic. Another difference to keep hidden from the world. 
I pushed away from the wall, needing to work the backwash of power and shame out of my muscles. My master's house was three roads away, all uphill. The pain in my hip had changed from the similar ache of overuse to a sharper warning. I needed to get a hot bath if I wanted any chance of practicing the approach sequence. The alley beside the pork cellar was a good shortcut. If it was empty, I get shaded my eye if it was empty. I shaded my eyes and studied the narrow walkway. It seemed safe. No dock boy sharing a quick pipe or waiting for a limping diversion to chase. I took a step out, hesitated as a familiar wave of motion moved through the crowd. People scrambled to the edges of the road and dropped their knees. Their chatter suddenly silenced. Make way for Lady Gila. Make way for Lady Gila. The voice was high, but masculine. An elaborately car carved palaquin was moving down the road, carried on the shoulders of eight sweating men. The passenger concealed behind the draped, pur draped purple silks. Twelve guards pressed in purple tunics and carrying curved swords formed a protective square around it. The shadow men, the soldier eunuchs of the imperial court, they were always quick to beat down, beat down those who did not clear the way or bow fast enough. I dropped into my good knee and dragged my bad leg beneath me. The Lady Gila? She must be one of the Emperor's favorites if she was allowed to be out of the inner precinct. I lowered into the court noble bow. Beside me, a stocky man in leggings and oiled wrap of the seafarer sat back on his heels, watching the approaching procession. If he did not bow down, he would attract the attention of the guards and they were not careful about whom they struck. That's only part one of the first chapter of Eon. If you would like to re hear more, wait till next Friday, and I'll be posting the other half of the chapter. So, if you, if you liked this, go ahead and keep up on my podcast and see you next Friday. Bye-bye.